my loves. Welcome back to Spiritually Connected, the podcast where we talk about witchcraft, spirituality, healing, and the paranormal, um, and a bunch of other things. I keep adding more things to that list, which I feel like is kind of a good thing for me, but like, it's it's like a rabbit hole, because I'm a Gemini, so I love learning about things like that I'm interested in, and I'm interested in such a wide range of things that like... It started off as, like, just spirituality, and then it became spirituality and witchcraft, and then it became spirituality, witchcraft, and the paranormal, and then it became spirituality, witchcraft, the paranormal, psychology, and philosophy, and it's just, like, I keep adding more things, but I don't care because it's my podcast, and I'll do what I want to on my podcast, so anyways, um, (laughs) sorry for that little rant, um, but today we're gonna be talking about something that has been going around witch talk lately a little bit, um, I thought it was a lot bigger of a trend than it actually is, um, like, it's a big trend in the community, like, the TikTok community in general. Like, a lot of people are talking about the idea of de-influencing, um, and only buying what you really need, but I've only seen, like, three videos of it in the witchcraft community, but, like, all of them popped up on my For You page, so I was like, oh, this is a huge thing now, and then I, like, looked at it, like, a couple minutes ago when I was writing this script, and I was like, oh, wait, this isn't a huge thing, but anyways, I'm gonna talk about it anyways, because I think it's important, um, and one of my favorite creators, um, their username is Terminally Homosexual, I believe, um, my bad, excuse me, but they, um, have a couple of videos about kind of de-influencing witchcraft, which I thought were really interesting, and both of their videos popped up on my For You page, so I was like, oh, this is a thing, let's talk about it, because I do, I do be, talking about witchcraft or about witch talk like on this podcast mostly just to shit on it but this idea I actually really like so today we're going to be talking about um de-influencing witchcraft before we get started on this podcast episode I wanted to remind you guys that I don't get paid for this podcast so if you'd like to send tips they're always greatly appreciated my Venmo and my PayPal as well as some instructions on how to tip correctly are in the description of this podcast episode anything helps just to keep the podcast supported and sustainable but without further ado let's get into the episode so what does it mean to de-influence now I don't know if you guys have seen the kind of de-influencing trends on TikTok because I really only saw it on witch talk I didn't see it on my personal account um but it's it's basically this idea of only buying what you need to prevent overconsumption. So when we scroll through social media, there are basically like millions of products being like thrown at us, like at all given points, like thrown in our face, especially when it comes to things like TikTok. Um, we are like kind of conditioned to believe that we need all these things. And that's also part of living in such a capitalistic based kind of society, um, whether that's fast fashion or the latest trend in skincare because of our like classist society and the way that it operates we're taught that if we don't have all of the new like gadgets and gizmos we're somehow less than um the constant pushing of products is also harmful not only in a classist sense but also it leads to overconsumption which is really bad for the planet um and there is basically no community on the internet that's safe from being influenced into buying things that we don't really want or need. Um, so yeah, essentially the idea of de-influencing witchcraft is creators telling their following that they don't need to spend a ton of money to get super fancy witchcraft gear and supplies in order to be a valid practitioner. Um, a lot of times people on witchcraft's 
on witch talk specifically um get caught up in the latest crystal or herb trend like the whole mugwort or carnelian kind of like crazes because every community online is going to have crazes and is going to have trends and stuff um the idea of de-influencing is moving past those trends and just genuinely looking at what do i need you know Um, But we forget that we don't need all these fancy things to practice witchcraft. Um, Witchcraft is about channeling energy, and you can do that with literally the simplest tools in the entire world. So I want to talk about that in today's podcast episode. Hey, lovelies. It's Promotion Greta. I'm sorry my voice is kind of gone. Um, I did do vocal warm-ups before this because my voice has been gone for like two weeks now. But anyways... Um, it's Promotion Greta, stopping in to tell you that if you'd like input and features on this podcast, or you just want to learn more about witchcraft and divination in general, you should subscribe to my Patreon. Um, I do collective divination on there, I post my spell recipes, and that's the only place where I teach about my craft. Um, so you can subscribe now for as low as $5.55 a month at patreon.com forward slash Greta Chapkin. Again, that is patreon.com forward slash Greta Chapkin. Now, before we get into the things that you don't need, let's talk about what you do need, because it's a severely shorter list, let me tell you. What do you need to practice witchcraft? Your own energy, a space that feels sacred and safe for you to practice in, and an open mind and a willingness to research and learn. I talk about this all the time. Half of, probably more than half of witchcraft is researching. Um, all, all the fancy spells and all the, like, everything going on, people overcomplicate witchcraft so much, especially when it comes to, um, people wanting their spells to be pretty and wanting their spells to be, like, aesthetically pleasing so they can post them and, like, stuff like that, and that's another issue with kind of witchcraft being posted constantly online, but people have this idea that witchcraft has to be, like, pretty and, and look a certain way in order to be perceived as witchcraft, when in reality, witchcraft is just channeling energy in a specific way. Um, you can have the most basic tools in the entire world and still be a very successful practitioner. Um, you don't need all the fancy things, you don't need the latest herb or crystal trend. Um, you just need to be able to research, and you just need a space that feels okay for you to practice in, and that's literally, like, it. That's all you really truly need like I always think about it like ancient practitioners didn't have online shopping right they didn't have access to the internet they didn't have the trends in witchcraft right so like of course there are always going to be trends throughout history but I mean like they didn't have as like quickly putting out trends if that makes any sense because now we see them on social media and we're like oh I need this thing um but they didn't have that kind of communication Ancient practitioners are the ones who shaped our crafts in the first place. They are the ones who um, created the folk magic that we practice. They are the ones who created um, most of our, like, witchcraft practices in general. So, and, and they didn't have, like, all these fancy things. So why on earth are we so convinced that we need all of these super fancy, super expensive, super wasteful um, things in order to be a valid practitioner. Um, ancient practitioners were often shunned even, so they had to keep their kind of craft on the down low. You think that they had, like, this whole aesthetically pleasing altar? Like, no. All you need, I'm gonna repeat this again, all you need to practice witchcraft is your own energy, a space that feels safe and sacred for you to practice, and an open mind and willingness to research and learn. 
Okay, so I get asked a lot. I do not offer free readings or spell work. However, I do offer inexpensive and accurate tarot, palm, astrological chart, aura, and oracle readings. So if you're interested in any of those, my prices start as low as $5, and I cover all kinds of things in my readings. So if you want to DM me on Instagram at Spiritually Connected Readings to book a reading, you are welcome to do so. Um, No numbers, no punctuation. Sorry, my stomach is crawling. (laughs) no numbers no punctuation again that is at spiritually connected readings on instagram and i will not message you first for a reading please don't fall for the scammers i should make like a theme song because i say that in every episode because people consistently like all the time i want to do an episode about spiritual scammers because i think that that would actually be really interesting maybe i should start working on that for you guys I love when I have little ideas during, like, filming, like, during, not filming, recording the podcast, um, but I think it'd be good for me to do a little episode on spiritual scammers, because they literally do not leave my poor followers alone, like, people will pretend to be me to try and get money all the time, and then, yeah, it's a whole thing, but anyways, we'll talk about that in a different episode, (laughs) now let's talk about what you don't need when it comes to witchcraft, um, first off, you don't need fancy aesthetically pleasing journals, I see people all the time on witch talk specifically, um, with these, like, leather bound, tying, like, ancient looking journals, and while those are gorgeous, like, I truly do think they're beautiful, you don't need a bazillion of them, um, if you can't afford that, that's perfectly fine, and also, if, if you don't feel, like, super, like, it shouldn't feel like an obligation, right, like, if, if, if you are drawn to a journal, and you're like, I want this journal, you go ahead and purchase that for yourself, but also keep in mind that an online document, even your notes app, will work just as fine for, like, writing notes on witchcraft, writing whatever you need to write down, um, or literally any notebook. Like, you can just get, like, a basic, like, composition notebook, and it can be your book of shadows, and it can be absolutely fantastic. Um, so don't let people try and convince you that you need, like, super fancy-looking journals, because you don't. The next thing is multiple tarot decks. Um, take it from someone who has a little bit of a concerning amount of tarot decks. Like, I collect tarot decks. I love tarot. You guys know this. I'm a big tarot enthusiast. Um, just from where I'm sitting right now, I can see... Ah, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of my decks. And that's not even all of them. That's just from where I'm sitting right now. I can tell you right now, I don't use literally any of those like half of the time I literally have like one or two decks that I consistently use for readings and that's about it you know (laughs) you don't need a bazillion tarot decks spend your money on one or two that you're like really really drawn to and really connected to you don't need to buy a bazillion tarot decks or have other people buy them for you um I know there's that whole thing where a lot of people believe that you have to be gifted a tarot deck but I strongly disagree um as a almost six years now, like, I've been, I've been reading tarot for almost, almost six years now, um, so I disagree, but anyways, you don't need a bazillion tarot decks, especially because you're not going to use them, sometimes I do regret buying the amount of tarot decks that I have, like, I, I, of course, love my tarot decks very deeply, and I kind of treat them like my children, (laughs) like, I talk about them, like, I'm like, well, I love them, and, like, I'm worried about offending them, but anyways, like, I, I don't need, a bazillion tarot decks and neither do you so that's what I'm trying to get at um the next thing is a bazillion crystals I okay hot take I don't think you need that many crystals at all because I personally 
um, am not, like, like, I am a crystal girl, but I also am not the girl who's, like, I'm going to buy a bazillion crystals, which, like, I have more crystals than the average person, but that's also because I'm, like, known as my, like, city's, like, witchy gal, like, whenever anyone mentions my name, someone's like, oh, the witch, (laughs) you know, which I think that's kind of great for me, like, I have a good, I have a good little reputation going for me, but anyways, um, I, I don't collect a ton of crystals, and I know that they're pretty, and I know that, um, there's this idea that they're gonna solve all your problems, which I can talk about that in another episode, no, they aren't, but anyways, um, you gotta actually, like, work with them, you can't just, like, have them sit there and be like, fix everything, you know, um, but I can talk about crystal, crystal uses, again, in another episode if you guys want, but, um, it's actually, like, really harmful, to buy a ton of crystals a lot of the time, especially because they're being sourced very unethically, and crystals, they don't grow on trees. Like, they they are a natural resource, but they also, like, come from, like, thousands of years of, like, chemical and, and, and natural, like, things being formed, right? Like, it, it's... We don't have a, an endless supply of crystals in the world, right? And a lot of crystals actually are harvested, like, very unethically, um, specifically in poorer countries. So, please be careful who you purchase your crystals from and what crystals you purchase. You don't need a bazillion crystals. I can tell you firsthand, there are so many crystals where it's like, I regret buying it because I don't use it and I don't feel super connected to it. Um, like, my blue tiger's eye, I don't think I've ever used my blue tiger's eye. I have it um, because I love regular tiger's eye and that's one that I actually really do use. But so I was like, I'll get the blue one. I literally do not use my blue tiger's eye. Like there are so many crystals where it's like, wow, she's pretty. But like, I literally have never used her in my entire life. Um, And so a lot of times you don't need all the crystals. You don't need all the shiny rocks. Not, they're not always necessary. Just pick a couple if you want to be a crystal gal, which if you don't, that's also completely valid. But if you want to be a crystal gal, pick a couple that you're really drawn to, that you really like the properties of, do your research, make sure they're ethically sourced, and then you're good. You're fine. The next thing that you 100% do not need in witchcraft is altar decor that doesn't serve a purpose. Um, people again, with this whole idea that witchcraft has to be aesthetically pleasing, it definitely just doesn't. Like, witchcraft does not have to be aesthetically pleasing. I'm looking at my altar setup right now, and oh my god, she's a mess, you know? But, like, I don't, I I don't know why people have this idea where it's like, your altar has to be aesthetically pleasing to be powerful. No, it does not. If your altar feels powerful to you, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It literally does not matter. Um, and also, your sacred space isn't going to become more sacred because you got expensive altar tools, you know? Like, it's it's not gonna... Like, the more expensive products that you buy isn't gonna make the energy of the sacred space, like, more, I guess? Like, that's... Yeah. Also, when it comes to things like deity stuff, people will tell me all the time, they're like, I want to work with deities, but I don't have enough money for offerings. Your deities are very aware of your financial situation, um, and they will completely understand what you can and can't afford um people on witch talk a lot of the time will post these like elaborate statues and these like 50 dollar deity candles and all these things like you don't need those things if you want to work with deities you really don't um you just gotta chill 
do whatever you want and give them offerings based on your price range, based on what works for you. And also, remember, offerings can be a range of things. They don't have to be a physical product. I will do my homework in honor of Lord Lucifer sometimes. Like, um, they, they can be actions, whatever it is. Um, the next thing you don't need is fancy candle holders. You don't need fancy candle holders. Um, I know that they're pretty, but you really don't need them. And a lot of time, actually, they're really impractical. Like, when it comes to, to pillar can- not pillar candles, um, like, I forget what they're called. Like, the longer, like, thinner candles, not chime candles, but, like, the bigger ones. People will create candle holders for that, but then they don't hold the wax, And so, like, once, as soon as your candle burns past, like, the point where the wax is dripping, then there's wax everywhere all of a sudden. Like, I have red wax all over my carpet right now because of a bad candle holder. (laughs) So, like, they're impractical. You don't need them. They're often really expensive. So, um, personally, when it comes to spells, um, I do a lot of candle spells. I don't use candle holders. I use fire-safe plates and bowls that I find at thrift stores. Um, And the good thing about that is also you can incorporate color magic into those. So if you want to do, like, if you know you do a lot of love spells, like, I do a lot of, like, attraction and self-love workings, right? If you know that you do a lot of that, go to a thrift store and find a red bowl, plate, or cup, right? Burn your candle in that. And boom, it, it will, I promise you, it will work just as well. You just got to cleanse it right and set that intention. You can find everything you need or everything you could want for witchcraft, basically, in a thrift store. Um, tarot stands. Now, I personally have never really seen the purpose <laughs> of tarot stands. I mean, like, I get that they're cute, but I've never really had a desire to, to own one. I've never really, like, been like, oh, you know, what I... What I wish I had as a professional tarot reader is a tarot stand. Like, I, um, I'm a firm believer that all you need to practice tarot is a good book and a good tarot deck, and that's it. And that tarot deck can even be a playing, playing card deck, you know? Like, it doesn't have to be a fancy schmancy thing. Um, I don't understand the point. They can't, they're, they're, they're cute, but also if you so desperately want to have your cards standing up you can get photo stands from like michael's for like five dollars and they'll work just as well and they aren't such a like they can be used for multiple different purposes so they're not such a like useless thing because tarot stands those really intricate ones that you see on etsy and stuff they're so beautiful but you can't use them for pretty much anything else like it's it's just the tarot stand so I don't I don't know maybe I just don't see the purpose because I've never been a tarot stand gal but I don't know the next thing is tarot boxes um I am a firm believer that pouches are better than boxes I know that tarot boxes are really pretty but they're hard to clean and they're that there's a lot of upkeep involved in them I also really just think it's a lot easier for traveling to carry around um, a pouch. I personally love using little pouches um, and then just putting a piece of selenite in there and then putting my tarot deck in there and it works so good. It keeps them good. Like they're super easy to clean. I would 100% recommend pouches over over tarot boxes any day of the week. Um, so that's a little that's a little tip from me to you from a professional tarot reader. Also, if you want your decks to be protected, use black pouches um, with intention and just add add some little crystals in there and you're all set. And they're like $6. Like, they're super inexpensive. So, 
I would recommend tarot pouches over boxes any day because tarot boxes are pretty but they're very impractical and not worth the money that you're gonna spend on them um next is divination and altar cloths now in wicca altar cloths are like pretty important um so when i was first researching witchcraft i was like i need to have an altar cloth i must have an altar cloth um i don't use altar cloths anymore i don't feel drawn to use them i don't feel drawn to them generally and same thing with like tarot cloths like again like i said i am a firm believer that all you need is a good deck and a good book and you can read tarot um I, I don't use either of these. <laughs> like, I don't use the magical cloths. Um, if it's important to your practice and if, if it's important to you, then absolutely go ahead. But also, you don't have to spend a lot of money on, like, a personalized tarot cloth. You can literally just use, like, a bandana that you love and it, it can work just as well, right? Like, it's, it really truly is all about that intention. Um, it's not necessary. Don't let anyone tell you that you have to use a cloth for for divination or for witchcraft in general you don't it's it's it varies very much like practice to press practice and person to person and then the last thing i have on here is expensive fancy herbs um you don't need blah 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 root and blah 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 like all the fancy sounding like overpriced or you don't need those you really don't herbs and spices in your kitchen will work just as well um as long as you like research the metaphysical properties and set intentions you can use pretty much anything in your kitchen when it comes to witchcraft do you want someone to notice you do you want to be the person that catches everyone's eye when you walk into the room do you want to be adored by everyone around you um try using my love and attraction spell oil available now on my etsy link in the description with intention and watch that love and attraction come pouring in thank you guys so much for listening today i'm sorry this is a little bit of a shorter episode um i just really wanted to talk about this and I wanted to get you guys an episode because I didn't put out an episode last week because my throat was super sore and I just couldn't like speak (laughs) but here I am I have an episode I made it through the whole episode everyone applaud thank you um but all my socials are in the description of this podcast episode as always so you can follow me on there for for more content throughout the week um if you want input on the podcast subscribe to the patreon And yeah, I hope you all have an amazing day, night, whatever it may be for you when you're listening to this. Blessed be my loves.